You're listening to the Earn That Body podcast, episode number 54. Welcome to the Earn That Body show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey everyone, this is Kim Eagle and this is the Earn That Body podcast. Sorry that we missed an episode last week. I happen to have been out of the country in London running the London Marathon. Now, if you follow me on any social media, you probably saw a whole lot about me, the London Marathon, and my foot because I was injured going into this marathon, unfortunately. And I just wanted to throw it out there and tell everyone, thank you so much for all of the support that you gave me because it truly is what got me through that very tough day and that very tough race. It was an awesome day and it will definitely be one of the most memorable marathons of my life, not because it was my fastest by any means, because unfortunately due to a foot injury, I knew that I wouldn't be able to run all of the marathon. I was just really hoping that I could see the finish line. And so I did that. Um, unfortunately, about you know eight miles in, my quads totally seized up, and I couldn't maintain much of a good pace after that. And that's all because I wasn't able to run for three weeks because we were trying to heal my foot. Uh, we weren't sure if it was broken or not, and so I had doctors helping me do everything I could just to, to do the marathon, even if it wasn't very fast. So three weeks of not running, unfortunately, led to some very tight quads, although I kind of think it was a benefit because the quad pain was so bad that I think I stopped thinking about the foot pain, but by around mile 15 to 18, I definitely had to start walking because my foot was bothering me as well, and I didn't want to risk further injury. And I think that's really what I want to put out there to a lot of people today about my marathon is that I don't recommend anybody do what I did. And what that means is I went into a marathon with a foot injury. It's not ideal by any means. London Marathon for me was a once in a lifetime experience. And so I was willing to risk some further injury to get through the marathon. And I knew that that meant that I would walk part of this marathon and I was okay with that. But I don't want anybody to think that I'm a hero or that you should do it too, because it really is a risk. And again, if it's a once in a lifetime experience like it was for me, and that's something you want to take a chance, then obviously you go for it, which is what I did. Um, But I, you know, there's a part of me that is super appreciative that people are saying things like, oh, you're a hero. I, you know, you're so inspiring that you did that with your foot. And I actually felt like I wasn't being a great role model and doing what I tell all my clients to do, which is you never want to do anything when you're injured. You, you know, you have to always follow your doctor's orders. Now, that being said, I never went against my doctor's orders. So I saw an orthopedist, I saw a podiatrist, I saw a chiropractor. Everyone was doing everything they could to help me run this marathon. And not once did a doctor tell me that I could not do it or should not do it. But they did warn me there was a risk of further injury. So I just want to let you know, if a doctor had told me, do not do this, I actually would not have done it, okay? (laughs) So if your doctor tells you not to do something, I do think that you should listen to them. 
Anyways, all of that being said, again, I thank you and appreciate all of the support that everyone gave me. I did complete the London Marathon and it was one of the most amazing races ever of all time. It's iconic if you ever have an opportunity to do it. I highly recommend it. I did come home to find out my foot is broken, <laughs> but the doctor said it's not a terrible break. It's basically a hairline stress fracture. It will heal in about six weeks. So now I'm on 100% doctor's orders. I'm in a boot for six weeks. I will not run one time. I will not take this boot off and I will do everything the doctor says. So all of that being said, let's talk about our topic today, which is recovery. So not recovering from injury, which is what I'm doing right now, but I'm talking about recovery when you exercise. And so perhaps you have, I think we've all been there, exercised and been super sore the next day. Or how about if you exercise a lot, I train a lot of endurance athletes and they're super exhausted. They're starting to feel that serious physical body exhaustion. When you're feeling super sore, when you're feeling exhausted, or even when you see your performance is decreasing, that's when you want to think about, are you recovering properly? Are you doing things to recover? What can you do to recover even quicker? And I have about eight to 10 things that I'm going to talk about today that will help you recover and that are super important because recovery is just as important as your training, as your workouts. You don't have to be an athlete. I'm not talking only to athletes right now, but hopefully if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably fit or you want to get fit. You want to be working. Out And so all of these things are important from everyone who just walks daily to my endurance Ironman athletes. All right. So let's talk about one of the most important aspects and things you can do to recover, which is rest. And I'm not just talking about sleep, but sleep is actually a big component of recovery. And you do a lot of recovery while you're sleeping, which is why it's so important that you're getting seven to eight hours of sleep a night minimum, okay? That sleep time is absolutely key. Also resting, meaning not working out sometimes for 24 to 48 hours depending on what's going on with you. So if you're feeling that body exhaustion, you might definitely need 24 hours off of all exercise. If you're feeling soreness, body soreness, you probably wanna give yourself 24 to 48 hours before you would work that same muscle group again. So if your biceps are sore because you did your arm workout yesterday, you wanna wait 24 to 48 hours before you would work the same bicep muscle group again. So always making sure that you have that day off. You never want to work the same muscle group day after day. Now, another aspect of rest is called active recovery. So that that's the doing the very light exercise, perhaps your next day. So it could be a simple walk. You might get on a bike trainer and literally just flush your legs out. So what that means is you barely have any resistance on the bike. And I mean barely any. So I did a lot of active recovery on my bike trainer for the marathon and I would keep my heart rate under 100. I barely had any resistance on the bike. I would put on a TV show and just flush my legs out for 45 minutes. So active recovery is a great way to get recovered, 
Resting by taking a day or two off is a great way. And sleep, getting those seven to eight hours, super, super important. Now, the number two thing that's probably one of the most important for recovery is hydration. A lot of times you are gonna feel very sore muscles, cramping muscles, or exhaustion just because you're dehydrated. So making sure that hydration is on track, you know, sometimes you have to ask yourself if you are feeling really sore or really exhausted, look at the day before and see, did you drink enough? Did you get in enough water? For my endurance athletes or people who are working out out there in the sun, especially if it's, you know, summer's coming, it's something you have to think about. You have to increase your hydration, but you also have to start taking some electrolytes. If you are my endurance athlete, you're working out three plus hours, or you are a heavy sweater, water is not going to be enough. You want to start putting something in your water to provide some electrolytes. Now, I don't recommend you do that all day long, but during the workout or right after the workout, you might want to give yourself a big bottle of water with electrolytes. I like to use emergency. And again, I don't use it all day long, but after a big workout or a really hot day, I will put a packet of emergency, which has electrolytes. It also has vitamin C in it. There's many different brands out there where you can get your electrolytes. I do caution you though, you know, make sure there's not a lot of sugar and make sure there are not um, any uh, chemical sugars in there as well, artificial sweeteners, okay? Something to look out for. But hydration, get it back on track, make sure you're hydrated because it's gonna help you recover faster. Now, the third most important thing for recovery, if it's not hydration, it's probably your nutrition. And that could be pre or post workout nutrition. You wanna make sure before your workouts, especially my endurance athletes, that you are eating and drinking something. Do not be the person who says, I skip eating because I go right into an early workout. It's not good for you. You will get a better workout if you eat something. And I know some of you work out super early, but I do too. And even if I have a 5.45 a.m. track workout, That means that I have to leave the house at 5.10, which means I get up at 4.30 to make sure I have enough time to make something to eat. Even if it's just one waffle for me, I will eat that waffle and usually I'll have a hard boiled egg with it, okay? So something, even toast, whole grain toast with some peanut butter, great to have right before an early morning workout. But you do wanna have something before that workout. Now the post-workout nutrition is also so important because you've just depleted your body and now we need to get some of that energy back. So I always say after a workout, you wanna have at least 20 grams of protein within about 45 minutes of that workout. So most people go to a protein shake Totally fine. Um, I have the Eagle, uh, all real food protein shake that you can make. If you want that recipe, just go to earnthatbody.com. Right on the cover of my website, you can go ahead and download the Eagle protein shake. It's got plenty of protein for post-workout nutrition. Okay, definitely. So get that protein in. You also have to replace some carbohydrates. You also have to replace that hydration as well. So pre-post-workout nutrition, super important for recovering properly, but also 
proper nutrition in general is going to be really important for you for recovering all the time. So if you are someone who is not getting in enough protein or you're on some very low carb diet, uh, things like that can definitely create a huge imbalance in your body, in your nutrition, in your physical needs, and it might start having an impact over time, meaning you're going to be working out and more and more and more. You're going to get more sluggish or you're going to have more and more trouble recovering from these workouts and you might not know why all of a sudden, and it could be because your nutrition in general is not balanced. And that's something I work with my clients on. We help them understand how to get their carbs, their protein, and their fat all at a balanced range. I am not a fan of these super low carb diets. It is just not a benefit. There's nothing wrong with carbohydrates if you eat the right kind. So if you're someone who's afraid to eat carbs, I'm gonna tell you right now, you're probably having trouble recovering from these workouts and you probably don't have a lot of energy for the workout as well. You're always gonna burn more calories if you have energy to do a workout much harder than if you're just barely sort of getting through that workout. So nutrition in general is really key. It's really important, obviously, for your health overall. Those are the three biggest aspects of recovery right there. Rest, hydration, nutrition. Now, there's a lot of other things that you can do to help yourself recover. So especially for my athletes, if you're anything like me, you know, if you if you have a, a set schedule and you know you have a really big run one day and you have a really big bike the next day perhaps, and you're starting to feel exhausted, you're starting to feel sore, and you're starting to sort of freak out and not figure out, how am I gonna get through the rest of this week? How am I gonna do these workouts? When you start to feel like that, the first thing you do is you check in. How was your sleep, your hydration, your nutrition? Can you get those those three things in order? If all of that is doing pretty well and you need to recover, here are some other things I want you to make sure you're doing or start integrating until you're feeling better again. One thing is you wanna make sure you're warming up properly for your workouts and that you're stretching and cooling down properly. If you miss a warm up, if you miss a stretch and a cool down, you are doing a great disservice to your body and you probably will create an injury possibly or just have a whole lot of trouble recovering being really sore all the time. Now, it's funny because stretching I feel like is becoming this thing of the past, which really bums me out because I'm very pro stretching. What I see people do now is they all grab a roller and they roll their, you know, they roll their muscles out. That's okay, but I really think that people are missing stretching from their regimen. And it's so important to stretch your muscles just as much as you're going to, you know, roll them out. People are always asking me, well, did you roll your quads? Yes, but I actually stretch my quads just as much, if not more than I roll. I'm not a big roller. So uh, stretching to me is very key. I will drop five minutes of time in a workout if I don't have time to stretch then I will actually shorten a workout to make sure I do have time to stretch. Because again, it's going to impact my recovery if I can't get that stretch in after say a 10 mile run. So stretching is definitely gonna help you. Now, another really big thing, and I've learned a lot about this now since uh, having my foot injury, icing, heat therapy, and then there's what they call sort of a hot cold therapy now. So all kinds of temperature therapies, I'm gonna call them. 
So obviously, if you have any kind of injury, you want to ice it right away. But sometimes there's a a new thing that they're calling like a hot cold therapy, which can be really great on your muscles. I did this a lot for my foot. I found it really helpful. What you actually do is you put your, say my foot, we're going to use that as an example. I would put my foot in a hot Epsom salt bath and I would let it soak for anywhere from three to five minutes. And then I would take my foot out and go into an ice bath for about three to five minutes. Then I would go back into the hot back into the cold and I would go back and forth about five times and you always want to end in the ice, just so you know. That hot cold therapy is sort of becoming the new thing with a lot of athletes. I found it very helpful, something you might want to try in general. I mean, if your whole body is completely sore, it would be tough to do um, the whole body in and out. What you can do with your foot is I would soak it in the tub and then I would have a big bucket next to the tub for the ice water, stick my foot in the bucket. So you can go back and forth like that. So another thing you can do is just the hot Epsom salts bath. Very nice, very soothing, very recovering for really tight or sore muscles. That is always a great option. So temperature therapy, that's what I call it. You know, you kind of have to see what's best for you. You can always ask your doctor as well. Another great thing when you're feeling sore, you're not recovered, your body's starting to ache, massage. I definitely recommend massage. If you're an endurance athlete, you should be going much more than any of us do. But massage can definitely help flush things out, work out some of that tightness. And sometimes a a massage can truly do the trick when you're not feeling fantastic and feeling like you're really struggling these days to recover. So a massage is absolutely great. Now, what if you're like sort of in extreme pain. Uh, If it's pain because you've injured yourself, you need to see the doctor. If it's pain like I had after the marathon, my quads, I mean, I could not sit. I could not stand. My husband had to carry me in and out of the taxi in London. That soreness was so painful, not from injury, but I was so, so sore. When you get to that level, if you do, which I hope, hopefully you don't, but in a racing situation is very common. At that point, you would probably want to take an anti-inflammatory, so something like an Advil. But I want to really mention, I want you to really understand that you do not want to take anti-inflammatories very often. So it is something you would do in an acute situation, not something that you want to do for chronic pain. You don't want to be taking Advil all the time. It's incredibly tough on your liver. It is not great for you. I'll tell you that when uh, the doctors looked at my foot before the marathon, they suspected there was a stress fracture, they said, do not take Advil. Do not take an anti-inflammatory because it's not going to help your bone heal and it is not good for you. So there are times when you take it, acute pain, acute soreness, take it for a very short time, but it is not something you take for chronic pain by any means. So I just really wanna preface that and make sure that you are not taking Advil or an anti-inflammatory like that very often. Now, those are the main things that you can do to recover. There's lots of them that you can do. So if you're feeling 
stressed out because you're not recovering, instead of just sort of freaking out, I want you to kind of settle down and take action by working on your sleep, your hydration, your nutrition, getting much more involved in your stretching, maybe trying some of this temperature therapy. Like I said, the hot cold therapy might be something you try. There's cryo where you can go to these places and get the uh, the cold therapy as well. The Epsom salts bath is always a winner in my book. But if you're still fatigued, and you've worked on all of that, that's the time you really have to look at what's going on in your exercise routine and in your life. And you probably have to reduce the intensity and the duration of your workouts at that point. You are doing something that is just too much for your body. Your body is basically saying, I can't handle it. And that's when you really start to feel the exhaustion the muscle soreness, and it could cause injury at that point if you're really overdoing it. So don't be afraid to step back your intensity and the amount of workouts that you're doing. Often taking back some of that and creating some more recovery time for the body is a much bigger benefit than training and training harder and longer and more often. So I think people overlook recovery and what it can do for the body and what it can do for your athletic performance. The recovery stage is pretty much more important than just the training phase, something you really want to remember. Now, at all times, just know that the things that are inhibiting your recovery the most, the people who are not getting enough sleep, so I see it all the time, I see these athletes who are sleeping three to four hours a night, that is hurting you big time. The people who are just not eating healthy and they're not eating balanced, that's also going to hurt you people who are not eating enough. So I see a lot of my clients when they come to me and they're trying to get ripped and they're trying to put on muscle or they're trying to complete an Ironman and they don't eat nearly enough calories. And when you are depriving your body of all of that nutrient and all of that fuel, everything goes downward in your health, including recovery. So if you're not eating enough, And you'll be surprised. I have people all the time and they're like, no, I know I eat enough. I just started working with a client actually. And she says, I know I'm eating enough. And as soon as I looked at how much she was eating, I was like, you are so not eating enough. Like that's enough on a recovery day when you don't work out. So you might think you're eating enough, but it's very possible you're not. And then the last thing that would inhibit your recovery is overtraining. It's something I see a lot as well. If you're doing too much, too often for too long, it's going to be almost impossible for you to recover. So back off on some of those classes you're taking. If you're taking more than one class at the gym a day, I always tell people, if you're taking more than one class at the gym a day, then I always say, well, does that mean that the one class you took in the beginning wasn't hard enough? Because if you took one really good class for an hour, you shouldn't need two more classes, right? Or I see, see, I see people taking these cycle classes, they're 45 minutes long, and they take three of them in a row, and it's great that they have the endurance to do that. But at the same time, if you took one really hard cycle class for one hour, you wouldn't have to take three in a row for 45 minutes and it's just sort of a beat down on your body. So the overtraining that occurs will also make it impossible for you to recover fully. That's everything. How is that? So recovery is something that I, you know, I take it very seriously. I take it just as seriously as I take my nutrition because I know that we only get one body. 
Our body is our temple. We only get one of them. And if we want it to last forever, then we really need to take care of it. And so exercise is so important to our health, but at the same time, recovery and proper recovery is just as important. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It is always great to be back talking to you on the Earn That Body podcast. If you have any questions about any of my online programs, because all of my programs are online, which means I train clients in fitness and nutrition all over the world. If you have any questions about a program that might be right for you, simply email me at kim at earnthatbody.com. I hope you have a fantastic week. Make it a healthy one and make sure you get lots of recovery. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.